All right, y'all. It's another episode of the Cappuccino Brothers. Uh, it's your boy DJ Contact. Uh, my homeboy Jank One could not be here with me today because uh, coronavirus concerns. That's kind of what's on everybody's mind right now. It's been uh, all over the news. It's pretty much the only thing that's going on. Everything has been shut down lately. You know, over the past couple weeks since our last episode. You know, we talked about it a little bit last episode, but uh, shit has gotten real over the past couple weeks and. Uh, there are cities that have shut down. The entire state of California is shut down right now. And um, stores around Milwaukee and stuff, where we're from, are shut down. Bars and restaurants and stuff. Uh, shout out to all of my homies that are DJs and uh, bartenders and waiters and waitresses and stuff. They're out of work right now. Uh, most bars and restaurants can only do uh, takeout and delivery and shit. So everybody's kind of stuck in the house and shit. Um, trying to make it make it do what we can right now with what we got, trying not to uh, spread the virus to people who may be uh, compromised and can't afford to get that that type of thing. We've already had a couple people die, unfortunately. Um, rest in peace to those people who have passed in, in the Milwaukee area and around the country and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, everybody's kind of stuck in the house trying to figure out what to do. Um, I'm by myself this time, so I don't want to, you know, he has a young son at home and he can't, afford to have that happen to his son, have him get sick or something like that, being out, trying to limit contact. So I'm doing it on my own. And um, but I still got plenty of shit to talk about and plenty of stuff to get into. A lot of stuff has happened over the past couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, so because of the coronavirus stuff, a lot of DJs have been going on live stream and uh, streaming themselves DJing because we still want to play music. You know, it's, it's, the money is great. The money is great, you know, for DJing and stuff. And it's a, a lot of people that we love to be in front of crowds and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we music heads and we love to play music and shit. So a lot of my friends have been live streaming um, constantly over the past maybe few days or so. Uh, shout out to them. Shout out to my homeboy DJ E. Rich. Uh, he'll be going live a little bit later today. And he's been going live the past couple days uh, playing videos. Uh, my homeboy DJ 1L has been playing videos. Um my homeboy, DJ Big Truck, he's been online uh, streaming. A little bit of everybody's been online streaming. But um, the major thing over the past couple of days, uh, last night, which was uh, Saturday night, uh, DJ D-Nice, he's been um, live streaming like marathon sessions for the past uh, few days. Um, for the past few days, he's been doing marathon sessions like four or five hours a day, five, six hours. And uh, yesterday, he did like seven or eight hours straight um, on his Instagram live. And got his viewers up to like 100,000 viewers. It was like 105,000 at one point. Uh, people who were watching his stream at, at the same time. And everybody's kind of kicking it. What up, well, what up, what up, Boney? And uh, people's kind of kicking it. And uh, everybody was dancing in the living rooms and shit. And just having a good time. And uh, D-Nice is a dope-ass DJ. A lot of people from our era know him from... Um, my name is D-Nice. You know what I'm saying? He was down with Boogie Down Productions. Uh, produced uh, Self Destruction. A lot of stuff like that. And uh, now he's a famous DJ. He's DJ for the Obamas before. And he's done all kinds of celebrity parties. He usually does like uh, Essence Fest. And he does, uh, what else does he do? He does Essence Fest. And he does uh, Mardi Gras and stuff like that. Like all the big events. You know, D-Nice D does all the big events. And he's been marathon streaming for the past few days. And it just kind of came to a, a head last night. And there was about 100,000 people in there. And that was crazy. So, um yeah, Ninth Wonder was uh, streaming. Uh, Prem was DJ Premier was streaming last night for his birthday. He just turned fifty and stuff like that, so he was streaming. And um, yeah, so it's just been pretty dope to see that to see creators still find ways to create 
during these times when we don't um we're not able to do what we normally do and go out to the clubs and do that type of thing and uh you see the difference between the people who really love the music and the folks who maybe just want to be cool and be djs and shit like that because we're gonna spend even if it's free for free you know what I'm saying? We're going to play music even if it's for free because we just love to play music and shit. And we need to be sharp. You know, a lot of cats need to stay sharp. What up, what up Andre? Um, people need to stay sharp and shit, doing what they do. And um, this gives you the opportunity to practice and to get a little bit deeper into your crates and to try to do different things and try different combinations and, you know, show what you what you want to do for the people. And that's kind of what uh, D-Nice was doing. He was playing a little bit of something for everybody. At one point, uh, Drake was on a in the live and um michelle obama and oprah and uh bernie sanders or people representing bernie, bernie sanders and joe biden because you know they're not running their instagram pages and shit like that there's probably some old folks i mean it's probably some younger folks running the pages that was checking in and shit to make it look like they was there but it probably wasn't uh, stevie wonder had checked in like you know stevie can't i think stevie can see but uh stevie wonder checked in and uh, it probably was just somebody representing him one of his assistants or some shit but um yeah, a little bit of everything. So that was pretty dope to see. I, I watched it for a, a little while last night, and it was pretty cool. He was playing a little bit of everything, a little bit of old school stuff, a little bit of new school stuff. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to see. Um, what else? Yeah, so I just kind of want to get into what I've been listening to over the past couple of days. Uh, the main thing that came out, it actually came out. I, I told Jank, you know, me and Jank were skeptical about the shit because uh, – me and Jank was skeptical about the shit because we've been talking about it for a minute. And if you don't know, uh, Jay Electronica put out his album, finally, a written testimony. And uh, it's been, what, like 10 years in the making? You know what I'm saying? 10 years for him to put something out. He had a, a big buzz at the beginning of the 2010s and shit. And um, had a big buzz at the beginning of the 2010s, put out Exhibit C, had a whole bunch of songs out, and never put an album out. And now, just finally, out of the blue, decided he wanted to put an album out. It took a whole fucking pandemic for him to put some shit out. But uh, he finally did it, and uh, Jay-Z helped him out a lot with it. He was rapping on, like, every song, damn near. It's only, like, one song that he's not rapping on. It's only ten songs total. Jay Electronica produced uh, six out of the ten songs. And um, it's a pretty, it's a decent album, you know what I'm saying? It's, I can't really call it a Jay Electronica solo album. Just because, like, Jay-Z is on every song, so it's more like a Watch the Throne type thing. It's more like a Watch the Throne type deal. Um, he's not, you know, spitting on every song. I mean, jay Z spitting on damn near every song, except for um, Fruits of the Spirit is the only song that, that Jay-Z isn't rapping on on the album. And uh, what a what a rap. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he's the only person that's not spitting. That's the only song he's not spitting on on the album. And uh, the production is so-so. You know, Jay Electronica produced most of the songs. Um, the Alchemist did the Never Ending Story. Uh, no ID has a song on there. Uh, Swiss Beats has a song on there with a uh, Hit Boy. And um, it's a cool, it's a cool little album. Is it something to, for him to get something out? I still want to hear what Act Two was supposed to be. You know, all of the shit that Just Blaze and them did, and all of the shit that they put out, all the shit they had done before it was supposed to have been done like eight years ago, and it never came out. So. Um, I'm just interested to hear what it really sound supposed to sound like. Hear what it's really supposed to sound like, and um, listen to the rest of the shit and see what what it, what it really is. And um, yeah, so that was it's a cool album and shit. I've been listening to it a little bit over the past few days, just trying to get into it. The, the bars is really heavy on uh, um, on the Islam side, 
on a, the Nation of Islam side. Jay is really getting off. It's a, a big difference. It's a total 180 from, you know, Jay-Z before saying, you know, he never read the Quran or Islamic scriptures to now a whole album where he's talking like some real guy body ass shit to where uh, you, I didn't know that Jay was really into religion like that. Maybe things have changed. Shit changes when you get older. You know, shit changes when you get older. You get a little bit more into philosophy and religion and those types of things. Jay is about 50 years old right now. He's close to 50. I think he is. He might be 50 or at least close. And um, he just got really into religion type things. He's more the star of the show than Jay Electronica is to me. You know, Jay Electronica's bars are cool. You know what I'm saying? Most of his raps on the album are cool. But it's like Jay-Z. It's the best Jay-Z I've heard in a long time. It's the best Jay I've heard, I want to say, since like, uh, I don't know, since uh, American Gangster probably. You know, because I haven't really been a fan of Jay-Z's last few albums, like uh, Kingdom Come and stuff like that, and uh, Magna Carta, no shit. I really, I wasn't really a fan of 444 like that. And uh, this is probably the best I've heard Jay in a minute, rapping like that, rap, rapping straight bars like that, and talking a whole lot of, what up, what up, Deidre? <laughs> yeah, and uh, talking like that type of stuff. So it was cool to hear. It was interesting to hear him talk those kind of, make those kind of raps. It's not really about money type shit. I'm saying it's not really a, a whole lot of money or flossing type raps like Jay was usually known for. This is more him getting into uh, his beliefs and stuff like that and talking about religion and they talking a lot about you know nation of islam with a lot of uh quotes from farrakhan and stuff like that on the album so it's it's an interesting album it's only 10 songs so it's like a, a short listen it's probably like 30 minutes or whatever so it's a pretty it's a decent album it's, it's something you probably should have to listen to for yourself and make a decision for yourself if you like it or not production like i say isn't the greatest but the, the lyrics is there lyrics is there the production ain't the, the greatest but it's all right i would give it like I don't know. Out of five, I'd probably say three. I'd probably say probably three. Three mics out of five or something like that is cool. It's something I, I wouldn't... I don't know if I'm going to be listening to it six months from now, but it's it's a cool little thing. So I've been checking it out. I've been checking that out a lot lately. Uh, what else have I been listening to? What else have I been listening to? Um, Clear Soul Forces just dropped an album called uh, Forces With You. It's their last album. Uh, Clear Soul Forces has been out for about 10 years or so from out of Michigan. And they do mostly just straight up boom bap, hip hop type shit. And that's a really dope album. Um, I heard it, I listened to it, and I bought it off of Bandcamp, which is pretty dope during this whole coronavirus thing. Uh, Bandcamp has waived all of their fees for the, uh, the fees that they take from artists. They take like 15% of every sale, and they waive that for the, the duration of this whole thing, this whole pandemic thing. So uh, artists are getting 100% of what they sell off of uh, Bandcamp right now. So I went on there and copped, copped that album, uh, The Forces With You, and that's pretty dope. Uh, so again, it's probably like, I think it's 11 or 12 songs in there, and I've been bumping that pretty heavy. I've been bumping that pretty heavy the last couple of days and stuff. What else have I listened to? Um, Planet Asia and 38 Special got an EP out uh, called Trust the Chain, and I like that too. Uh, 38 Special, like I said, last episode has been a dope producer. Lately, he's been a really dope producer. Um, everything that he's been doing has been dope. The shit that he did with uh, El Camino, the shit that he did with Shade Noir, that shit's dope. So this is more more dope shit from 38 Special. And uh, you know what you're going to get with Planet Asia. Planet Asia has been around for 20 years or so. You know, Planet Asia has been around for a long-ass time. So, you know, that's something you should really check out. 
And what else have I been listening to? Um, Connie Khan from um, Children of Zeus. He did he did a mix the other day of a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, R and B type shit. And I heard a couple artists on there that I like, so I went and copped that. I've been copying a lot of music since I can't really do nothing else. All I've been doing is like working and uh, working and listening to music. That's all I can really do: working and reading and watching TV and listening to music. That's pretty much. The routine for me right now That's routine for kind of everybody If you're not You know what I'm saying If you're not working You know what I'm saying If you don't have a job Or something right now Or even if you do have a job There's not a lot you can do at home Everything's closed So I've been listening to a lot of music and shit And who I heard off of there That was pretty dope Was this uh, R&B artist This singer Her name is Etta Bond And she's from um, She's from London And she put out like a double album And one album was called He's Mine And the other, other half was called He's Not Mine so I bought both of those and I've been listening to that and that's pretty dope. And the, the whole mix is on Mixcloud that Connie Khan did. So you can look at that. I might put a link up or something like that on my Facebook page or maybe on Twitter or something and y'all could check that out and uh, see what that's about. Might be gonna find something on there you like and shit. Somebody you want to check out. He put a track list up so you can see who's on there and uh, check out what's different and see what else you want to listen to. Uh, what else? I've been listening to uh, CJ Fly put out an album called uh, Rude Boy. Uh, CJ Fly is out of uh, Pro Era, Pro Era Click, uh, Joey Badass's crew. And I haven't really heard a lot from them lately. Um, I haven't heard a lot from Joey Badass. He's about due for an album. It's been, I don't know, it's been like two or three years since his last album. So I'm interested to hear what he has coming out soon. But this uh, CJ Fly was pretty dope. Uh, he's one of the no uh, one of the the top upper members of, of Pro Era, so that was a pretty dope album. Um, uh, Static Selected did a lot of joints on there. Um, I like that. I like that a lot, and uh, it's more of a throwback to how Pro Era used to sound. I don't really like Joey Joey Badass's last album, so this is more of a return to you know the shit that I liked from them. So I like to hear that. I liked hearing that, and um, so I would say check that out. That's on. Uh, I think that's on Bandcamp and it's on SoundCloud if you haven't heard that on SoundCloud and shit like that too. Uh, so those are the albums that I've been listening to lately. Uh, so the Jay-Z and Jay Electronica, I've been listening to the CJ Fly, the Clear Soul Forces and the Planet Asia and 38 Special, uh, Bond and stuff like that. I listen, to R- I listen to a lot of R&B when I'm just chilling and stuff like that. I'm just chilling at home. I listen to a lot, a lot of R&B, a, lot, a little bit of everything. Uh, I just copped that... Uh, we talked about it, but I copped that um, Timber. I copped that the other day, too. I copped that uh, Juicy the Emissary. It's a beat tape. I listen to a lot of beat tapes because, you know, sometimes I don't really want to hear bars and shit. I just want to hear uh, beats and stuff like that. So I just uh, I copped that. And uh, Theory has it, has some shit out. He's another producer. Jansport J just put something out. He's another producer, so it's a lot of beat tapes. A lot of people just putting music out because there ain't nothing else to do. You know, creations don't don't stop just because everything else has stopped. That's one thing you can do. I can, I can do what I'm doing right now, uh, hop in the studio and um, record some shit, put some music out, uh, live stream. So that's what kind of everybody's doing right now. Everybody's just kind of going in the hyperdrive on a creation because there's nothing else to do besides put shit out. Um, so I'm gonna go on to television and talk about uh, on my block season three. I just started watching that. I watched I watched the whole season and damn it one shot. I think it was only ten episodes, 
and I watched the whole thing. That's pretty good. Uh, I was watching one of my friends, and she was like, "What the hell is this that you watching?" And uh, it's, you know, this is because there's a bunch of kids running around doing doing stupid shit and getting into all kinds of shenanigans and stuff like that. And uh, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's funny just to see uh, young kids, especially kids of color, because it's mostly like a Hispanic and black kids doing just fun shit. It's like a, a Wonder Years for 2020. So uh, I like that, and I watched the whole thing. The ending kind of made me a little bit sad and shit. I ain't even gonna front. The ending was kind of sad. So, uh, but it was a good show overall. It was a good show overall, and uh, I sat and watched, watched it in probably like one or two days or something like that. I watched the whole thing. Um, what else? I finished watching uh, High Fidelity on Hulu. I have a uh, Disney Plus, the whole package with Hulu and ESPN Plus, and um. The whole package with ESPN Plus and Hulu and stuff. So I've been watching High Fidelity. That's a good show, especially if you're music head, because they're talking a lot about music and shit and how uh, her dating patterns uh, have a lot to do with like what what people are listening to. Because I I do that too. Sometimes I judge folks off of what kind of albums they listen to and stuff like that. Uh, what they think is dope. Like if you have a shitty music taste, me and you probably won't get along. Me, you probably will not be dating very much if. Uh, you have a pretty shitty taste in music. Like if you listen to, I don't know, you listen to a lot of Beyonce or something. Not, don't come from me Beehive, but I don't really fuck with Beyonce like that. I like some of her stuff, but if you like Beyonce stand number one, I can't, I can't fuck with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I have been watching High Fidelity, yeah, but uh, yeah, High Fidelity is pretty cool. Um, I watched the whole season. I finished that the other day. I finally finished it the other day. So yeah, I like that a lot too. What else have I been watching? Um, they put out a Miles Davis documentary on Netflix called uh, A Kind of Cool. And that's pretty good. I didn't know a whole lot about I know who Miles Davis is, but I didn't know a lot about uh, his history, his past and stuff like that. So that was uh, cool to see. It covers like his whole career from, you know, when he first started. It covers his whole life pretty much. It's like two hours. And it covers his whole life pretty much from when he started and how he got into playing uh, jazz and stuff to the different bands and, and people that he's worked with and uh, how he created certain albums. A lot of it is in his own words. I think a lot of it comes from his um, autobiography. Yeah, a lot of it is uh, came through his, autobi- through his autobiography. So um, it, uh, it's a lot of it is, is in his own words and stuff. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's cool to hear him talk about like how he created certain things and how he came up, why he had the idea to do Bitches Brew and uh, some of the dope albums that he did, why he recorded the way that he recorded and stuff like that. So it was, it was a really cool thing to do. It was a really cool thing to listen, to watch and uh, get some insight on his career. And yeah, Miles did work with a bunch of, two, bunch of people, Gary. So um, yeah, so that was really good. I think I, re- I think you should check that out. If you have a little bit, everybody has a little bit of time. So if you're just looking for something to watch on Netflix and you're into music, I, I watch all the music documentaries on Netflix and stuff. So, yeah, that was pretty cool to watch and good to uh, see his progression throughout his career and all of the shit that he inspired and all of the people he decided to work with. Like, I didn't even know that he worked with, uh, I didn't even know that he worked with Herbie Hancock and stuff like that. And that's how Herbie got his start and all of that. So that was pretty cool to, to see, too. And, um, yeah, so just I like to get uh, information. I don't claim to know everything about music. I know a lot about music. I just don't claim to know everything about it. So it, 
I ain't like that. I'll try to learn as much as I possibly can. And uh, yeah, the Quincy doc, the Quincy documentary was really good too, because Quincy just be unfiltered. Uh, Quincy uh, Jones got a documentary on Netflix as well. And yeah, Quincy got he to the age where he ain't got no filter, and he's just gonna say what the fuck he want to say. And so that's pretty good to hear. I mean, it's pretty good to listen to watch too. So um, yeah, if you got time, or if you're looking for something to watch, check out that. Check out uh, Miles, the Miles Davis documentary. And uh, yeah, Wayne Shorter too. Yeah, Wayne Shorter was in uh, Miles's. Like you said, he was he was one too. So yeah, so it was pretty cool to see the, the, all of the people that he worked with and um, why other artists thought that he was, why other artists thought that Miles was so great and why his music was so great. And there's even a part you know where he's playing. Um, I forget what that damn song is, but it's a sample to uh, we got the jazz by Tribe Called Quest, and I was like, oh, that's dope. They got footage of that in there, so that was pretty cool. Um, I also also been watching. Um, I watched Self Made, which was uh, the Madam C J Walker uh, series. Uh, it's like a limited series that's out right now, and it just uh, just came on Netflix. I think a couple days ago. Um, executive produced by uh, LeBron and Maverick Carter is one of they one of their things. And I think one of the grandchildren of uh, Madam C.J. Walker is, I think it's based off the book that she wrote or something about, about the, her life. So that was, uh, that's pretty interesting. It's only like four episodes or something like that. It's only about four episodes and um, four or five, four or five episodes. And just talking about, you know, how she built her empire from selling stuff for, yeah, for selling stuff for uh, somebody else. Selling her products, her products to somebody else, to how she started her own company and became one of the richest black people in America at that time. And uh, from what I understand, like it wasn't accurate. Most things that are based off a true story aren't like totally accurate because, um, yeah, one the, the lady that who was her rival uh, was Annie Malone, and they wasn't really rivals like that. From what I understand. They wasn't really. They changed her name in the um, in the documentary. To some, I mean, in the, the series or something else, because she probably didn't clear them. To, especially if they was gonna make her look like a villain or something like that. I'm sure her her estate wasn't allowing that to happen. So they changed her name up and stuff like that. But from what I understand, it really wasn't beefing like that or anything. She just used to work for uh, C.J. Walker. Used to work for the lady and then built her own thing based off of some things that she learned from her. So um. But they were both rich in their own right. They made it seem like the chick was, they made it seem like the, the chick was broke and they made it a light skin versus dark skin type thing, which, you know what I'm saying? Some people said that that's not, that's not accurate either. But like I say, most things that are based off a true story aren't, ac- aren't accurate like that. You know what I'm saying? People gonna, they're going to come up with some shit that, that's going to make people want to watch and stuff. They, they're going to come up with some things that make people want to check it out. And it's always got to be a love interest or some type of conflict or something. And um, it, it's all, sometimes it's not necessary. You just need to tell a story the way that it needs to be told and be accurate. And maybe that just wasn't interesting. Maybe they felt like that wasn't interesting enough to just tell a story the way it needed to be told and to be accurate about it. Hollywood do shit like that. And, you know, people don't be knowing everything that they're supposed to know and shit. So that's how that goes. Um, that's a lot of stuff out. On Netflix, there's so many shows out that I haven't had a chance to see, that I haven't had a chance to uh, check out, and I'll probably be doing that over the next day or so. 
just uh, checking out different shows and stuff. But yeah, it's uh, that's about it for Netflix and stuff. That's mostly what I've been watching. I've been watching the news. I watch the news. I watch Netflix. And um, I've just been chilling, listening to music and stuff. And just trying to, to to stay out of the way, you know. I went to the grocery store the other day, and the lines was ridiculous. I went out to uh, Woodman's and uh, Menominee Falls, and the line was crazy. You know what I'm saying? The lines was throughout out, throughout, throughout the whole store. It took me about 30, 40 minutes to get out the store. So I've mostly been chilling, staying to myself. Uh, the biggest adjustment for me with this whole virus thing going on is um, not being able to eat out because I eat out a lot. I like to eat out a lot. I like to uh, go to restaurants and shit and um, do my thing. And uh, I can't do that right now because uh, everything's closed and they're only doing like most places only doing takeout and delivery, which sucks. Because I like to, you know, sit somewhere and have a nice drink and eat. And, you know, that's kind of how I pass. That's one of my favorite pastimes to do is I go somewhere and chill and and, and have a good time. And, you know, because I'm usually by myself and shit. So. That's one of the things that I like to do, and um, I can't do that right now. So I'm mostly just chilling to the house, sticking to the house, probably practicing, you know, downloading new music, uh, add new music to uh, Maserato and stuff like that. A lot of people need to be doing that. Uh, back your files up if you got time to do that. You got time to back your files up, do that. Uh, this is, I guess, the time that you find, a, um, I guess, we spring cleaning in early spring right now. You know what I'm saying? Mostly, most of the time we be doing this. In May and um, you know May and June and stuff like that, we got to do it right now, which kind of sucks. Well, I mean, you just try to make the most of your time while we have it. Make make the, make the most of this time. Most people are working from home who can work from home. Most people are working from home. Kids are out of school. Um, the thing I feel the, the baddest about is uh, yeah, kids being out of school. If you're a senior, you don't get this time back. You know, if you're a senior, getting ready to graduate from high school and shit. You don't get to go to uh, prom, you know, all that shit's canceled. Uh, graduations are canceled. Uh, graduation for UWM is canceled. For colleges are canceled all over the country. And, uh, yeah, it's just hard to – those are times you don't you don't ever get back. You know what I'm saying? So I feel bad for those kids who have to go on to the next stage in their lives and they don't get to commemorate this stage. Uh, a lot of shit, like sporting events – uh, cancel with uh, like the NCAA tournament would be going on right now, and we would probably be talking about that if uh, if it was going on, but it's not, so we kind of fucked on that. You know, we, we don't get to talk about the NCAA tournament. Some teams were, it was a, an interesting year in college basketball. There was a lot of teams who were good, who were not supposed to be good, and now they don't get to see the end of that. They don't get to see the end of the, the tournaments and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just a tough, a tough time for everybody, for people like that. Who um had things that they who had things going on that they will not be able to make up. You know what I'm saying? They hopefully the NBA starts in June. They're saying the NBA may be may be able to start in June. Who knows how that's gonna work out because it's still like twenty games left in the season. And if he play the rest of the twenty games, plus the playoffs and all that shit, then they be playing ba- basketball until August, September. And you know, the season next season is supposed to start. And uh, at the end of October, so how the fuck do you do that? You know, how the fuck do you finish the season and then still give the people enough time to rest for next season? So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how everything shakes out. This is this whole virus thing is kind of upending everybody's lives, but it's for the best because 
we have people out here who possibly could get sick and you don't want um, the hospitals being overwhelmed and be like a situation where it is in Italy, where uh, be a situation like it is in Italy where the whole country's locked down and they have to decide who lives and who dies and shit because there's so many people in the hospital at one time. You know, so many people trying to get to the hospital at one time and making decisions like, well, making making decisions based off of who can live and who won't live. So if you're a younger person, and it's between you and your grandma, so you know they might pick you and let your grandma not get treated and shit like that. So we don't want to get to a situation like that. There's still people out here doing stupid shit because they don't know how to sit their asses down and be quiet. A lot of people don't know how to sit down and be quiet with themselves. So. They out here doing stupid shit, still going out, still going out to the beaches, still hanging out, still like congregating when they're not supposed to because they don't know how to be in the house by themselves. And it's just creating problems for everybody else. And they're going to get to a point where they put us all on fucking punishment. You know how that shit go when um, you got people who don't know how to do shit the right way. And it ends up punishing everybody for the actions of a couple people who don't know how to sit their asses down, like in class or some shit like that. Uh, the Olympics. Maybe canceled because Japan like seems like they have a hold on what's going on right now. Um, fortunately, I was able to go over there before all of this shit happened. We talked about that the last episode. I was able to go over there before all of that shit happened. And um, they seem like they have a decent grip on what's going on right now. And it may still happen. The Olympics may still happen because that's a big event. And that shit takes years and years and years to plan. They running the torch around now. I know they did the torch lighting ceremony like at a private thing uh, a couple weeks ago. So they doing they are doing the um, they are doing the, uh, the torch lighting stuff. And I don't know if they're gonna like continue on with that. I don't know if it's gonna be postponed till. I mean, it's the Summer Olympics, so I don't know how long you can like actually postpone it. Maybe August. I think it was supposed to happen in July, so maybe they may be, be able to push it back a month. But because of all of this shit going on right now. A lot of events can't do the qualifying, you know what I'm saying? Like the track and field shit. They can't do all of the qualifying events that they need to do to determine who's going to make the Olympics. So how can you have an Olympics? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of a fucked up situation. <laughs> Gary said the torch going to have a mask on it. And I see Trina was saying, yes, people can't, you know, people are upset about not being able to walk across the stage and shit. Because that was something that I even I walked across the stage for college. And uh, I didn't really want to do high school or nothing. I didn't really care about walking across the stage in high school. But college, I paid that money. So, shit, I want, hell yeah, I want my degree, my di- diploma and shit. Y'all going to give me my shit and people going to yell and cheer and all of that. Because I paid a whole lot of money to do that. And I went through, you know, five years of school for that. So, I definitely wanted to do that. And um, a lot of kids won't get a chance to do that. It's a great time for people to do that. The Olympics is a... A great time That's something you work for For four years You know what I'm saying You've been doing gymnastics Or something like that Like you don't get a chance A lot of people Don't get a chance To do that again Somebody like uh, Simone Biles or something This was probably Going to be her last Olympics So if they postpone it Or cancel it Then her career is over I don't know if she's doing Another uh, I don't know if she was doing 2020 or not But uh, if she is This this probably would have Been her last one Because she's already done Like three so, you know what I'm saying? You don't have a chance to do another one after that. You know, if they cancel it and they go to 2024, then you dead meat. You can't really do another Olympics after that. You know, most of, most of these people who've been working for this shit for three, four years, now they don't have a chance to do that type of stuff, you know? So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens with all of these things, what happens with the Olympics, what happens with all of these other sports that have been canceled. Because um, 
for the NCAA, they canceled all of the all of the spring. I think all of the spring the the, the spring um, championships. So everything that was supposed to happen in spring is done. Everything that was supposed to happen in spring is done. The, the tournament's done. Um, I think baseball maybe baseball. Well, well baseball is being pushed back. <laughs> I ain't drunk yet. I, I've been trying to drink because I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't drink and talk at the same time. Usually when Jank is here, when the homeboy Jank is here, I can't, you know, I can drink while he's talking and he can drink while I'm talking. So I'm kind of multitasking. I'm trying to find time to drink and talk at the same time. Normally, you know, I'm drinking, um, drinking Crown 7 and 7, <laughs> trying to drink 7 and 7s and shit. I got a beer over here that I haven't been able to touch. I'll probably get to that once I get off camera and off air. I mean, maybe when I just get off air, you know, because uh, right now I'm kind of recording and trying to talk at the same time. Uh, for the people who are will be listening to this later, I'm live streaming while I'm talking on um, Facebook, and some of my friends are commenting while I'm talking, and uh, yeah, so I just just so I didn't feel like I was talking to myself for fucking thirty, forty minutes or whatever. This would be a lot shorter show. Than normal. Normally we go about an hour, hour and a half, but since it's just me, we'll probably cut this short in about 30, 45 minutes. Um, I don't really have too much more to talk about. Uh, we talked about uh, we'll talk about shows. I talked about whatever music I'm listening to, and well, yeah, I kind of talked about music. I've talked about uh, what's going on and um, sports and stuff like that. Talked about like what I'm watching. I did listen to the D Smoke. I I got I actually did do that. Um, I actually did listen. To, I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, I, I actually got that and uh, listened to it. It's pretty dope. Yeah, the D Smoke is pretty dope. I didn't know that he was uh, he's related to Sir. I guess. Yeah, he's related to Sir. And um, I have watched the uh, All American. I was watching that. I've been watching All American for the past couple of days. I didn't know if it was new or not. I just saw that it was number one on uh, the Netflix trending thing, so I've been watching that, and I hadn't seen that before. And that was pretty. That's a pretty good show, you know. what I'm saying it's uh, something that a lot of athletes go through trying to. Um, that's an actual true story. I never even heard of that. Uh, the linebacker that it's based off of, and um, I, I never even heard of the linebacker that that show is based off of. But it's a pretty interesting show, and it's just something that a lot of a lot of athletes go through on a path to get into the NFL. You got to deal with the problems at home and you got to still make it to practice and, and do all of that shit. And uh, we have situations like that here where a lot of different people have uh, gone and played in communities where they're not normally from and having to make that commute, you know, maybe from here to, to uh, Germantown or something like that to play basketball or to another community and shit like that. So too much more to talk about this is like i said i wanted to keep this a short episode just because it's just me i just wanted to have something out so that we could uh discuss this stuff later i mean so we can keep the content rolling i don't want to keep waiting because who knows when we're gonna get out of this uh california's locked down for the next 30 days so that's mid-april and we don't know how much further we haven't been in a total lockdown in wisconsin yet so i don't know how when that's gonna happen if it's gonna happen yeah, we uh we haven't been in total lockdown yet, and I think New York and uh, Illinois is kind of on the lockdown right now. Uh, bars and I think Illinois just has bars and restaurants closed. Most states just have like bars and restaurants closed, and um, most uh, they don't have non-essential businesses closed yet. Some places do, 
but we don't have non-essential businesses closed yet. Like, so we still have to go to work. I think my business is considered essential. So if uh, something does happen, if we do go to a total lockdown, I think that I will be, I think that I will be, uh, I think I still have to go to work. Unfortunately. I mean, fortunately, so I don't, I'm not losing money. You know what I'm saying? I work hourly. I'm not on salary like some of you rich folks are. I'm on, I get mine hourly. So if we not locked down, I'm going to be at work uh, doing what I need to do. But yeah, it's been another episode of the Cappuccino Brothers. Again, I'm just flying solo because Jank is not here. Uh, I've been talking to my people on the live stream on Facebook and stuff. And like always, you can check me out on um, Instagram. A lot of people follow me on Instagram. You can catch me on Twitter, at, uh, Semi-Automatic C. On Twitter, I'm on there. I usually respond to folks on there. Uh, do not follow. Don't don't try to add me on Instagram if you're not on my Instagram. I don't like just be adding people all willy nilly like like that because I'll be posting pictures and stuff. And um, I don't really add people on Facebook like that either. But I be posting a lot of filth on Facebook that y'all be looking at. I post a lot of filth on Facebook that people be looking at, but act like they don't be looking at it, and uh, they don't know that I can see who looks at my filth on Facebook in my stories and. I see y'all nasty asses, and that's why I be posting that shit, because y'all be looking. And anyway, um, yeah, so you can catch me on, on Twitter, and if you know me or something, or say you listen to the show, you can catch me on uh, Instagram at uh, DJ Contact, and that's why I usually post new episodes and stuff like that. Uh, Jank will hopefully be back by the time we do the next episode. If not, maybe I'll do another one. Maybe I'll do another live stream or something like that, and talk to the people, get some ideas on what they want to talk about. And yeah, you can just uh, catch me at those either either those two outlets, and um, I will check y'all later. Peace.